for the purposes of this conversation, we'll call 2023 the first full post-pandemic year. 2022, maybe, largely, for the most part. I can't really remember. I think I've blocked a lot of it out. But uh, there have really been, like, no hangover effects from the pandemic this year, I don't think. We're pretty much back to normal, when it comes to the workplace, at least. Now, some people are still sorting out hybrid arrangements and all that stuff. But, the, you know, the restrictions and the rules and the testing and blah, 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 all that stuff. We're not doing any of that anymore. Um, so a new survey of Canadian workers this week is kind of interesting because it finds now the majority of the employees spoken to are actually feeling more stress this year. It's gone up to the tune of 60%. So let's find out what's going on. We're going to speak with Martin Fox now, who is the managing director at Robert Walters uh, Canadian branch, the company that uh, did this survey. Uh, Martin, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. You're welcome, Shay. Thanks for having me. Uh, let's just sort of walk through the you know the parameters of the survey, if you will. You talked to 2,500 people, right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, we surveyed 2,500 um, kind of quote-unquote white-collar professionals in Canada through a series of polls in the month of June uh, to come up with this uh, the survey and findings. Um, what 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 kind of questions? Like when you when you did the survey, what were you asking? Um, we were asking. Um, just have people found that their levels of stress have gone up in, in 2020. Okay, just that, that simple. Um, uh, well, that's one of them. Uh, the second would be, what are the primary triggers of the uh, workplace stress? Who is responsible for handling uh, levels of workplace stress? And um, any, you know, potential feedback or, um, you know, uh, viewpoint from them on how things could be improved. Okay, uh, let's go through it, because I was kind of surprised. 60% reporting more workplace stress, right? They're seeing it. Yeah, I know. It's a pretty staggering number, Shay. So um, I think, you know, we drew a few key points from that. Um, three in five Canadians claim that they've started to suffer as of this year. So this, okay. although workplace stress is not a new theme, three and five are saying that that started as of this year. Um, so I think obviously next thing to look at are what are the triggers here? So um, there's a number of them. The most common was job stability. So yeah, I mean, 45% so, said. Was that, I mean, that, just we'll pause there for a second because that I found kind of interesting. It wasn't, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I mean, these were other factors like I'm not getting paid enough. I don't know about the work-life balance, but, but the big one was I'm a little worried about my security and what might be around the corner. Yeah, um, I mean, I guess from from our angle, you know, we're a recruitment firm, we're seeing this every day. Uh, we were fairly unsurprised by this, considering the rolling coverage that we're seeing in the news of a turbulent economy, um, a lot of press about mass layoffs at large firms. I think, Shay, a lot of companies overhired in 2021, which was, you know, the busiest recruitment year we have seen ever as a firm, and we've been going for 40 years globally. Um, and, uh, you know, the factor in the rising cost of uh, of living uh inflation interest rates yeah. you know, people are feeling the the pain um similar numbers and, and the other side of this you also went on to say okay are you are, are you feeling the stress yes we are are you getting support from your employer to try and deal with that and they're saying no we're not 
Yeah. In short, yeah, that that is what people are saying. 62% said uh, they think their employees are falling short in yeah. this category. Almost to the exact same numbers. Now, that too is surprising, Martin, because if you think about all the focus that we put on supporting employees and their well-being and their mental health through the pandemic, you would think some of that would have carried over, but it doesn't look like we're following through. Correct. Yeah. Um, I mean, Canadian employers have spent do spend millions on wellness every year, uh, but this spend has actually gone up 20% since the pandemic. So even despite this, yes, people think that their employer is not doing enough to help combat this issue. How much of an impact does that have on the business and on, I mean, are there things that our businesses, um, you know, the people that you work, that you spoke to, you know, the businesses they work for, what, what should they be doing? How aware are they of this and what should they be doing to make this better? So I think they are aware now. Uh, you know, this is this is rising to the top um, of, of of employee relations issues now. So people are aware of it. I, I still think people are a little bit on the back foot and maybe reeling um, to to how they can deal with it. So uh, we do have some advice um, for yeah. employers and employees on this topic. If if you want to go through, yeah, those. absolutely, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, so I think first thing, fostering a supportive, open workplace culture and community is, is crucial. So, I mean, humans are social animals. We, we need to feel we are supported, especially at work where, you know, we all spend a large portion of our times, uh, our time, perhaps even more than, you know, with our families in some weeks. So people need to feel supported in that environment. Um, managers must lead with empathy and receive appropriate training around this. So there needs to be a real focus on soft skills within leadership so people know how to communicate with staff who are going through a difficult time in the workplace. Um, work-life balance, I think you mentioned that earlier yeah, in the conversation. Yeah. And, and this is a really interesting topic because during COVID, this got very blurred, right? You're, it did. Where's work? Where's home? Uh, people kind of depending on the jobs, but we're almost expected to always be online, always answer the phone, always reply to emails, and it shouldn't be the case. So employers have to take uh, be on the front foot here and encourage staff to take breaks during the day, utilize their days off that everybody has, you know, lead by examples, little things like, mm, should you be emailing people at 9 p.m.? Probably can wait to the morning. Are they going <laughs> to respond anyways? Little things like that to um, to help. And I, I think the the biggest thing is, is communication. So if if a key cause of stress is the fear of, let's say, losing your job, then employers need to do more to communicate the company's position, provide reinsurance. And, you know, now more than ever, those communications are important in this turbulent market that we're in. The turbulence there, I think it's kind of interesting to see because, I, I mean, not long ago, Martin, when we were talking about employment and what Canadians who were in the workforce were looking for and what they stressed as being important, it was all about that work-life balance, right? And that's what they were looking for. And people were turning down jobs if they had to actually go into the office more than two days a week or whatever the case may be, because that became the overwhelming priority. But I think, you know, given what we've seen in the last year when it comes to income, uh, inflation and all the rest of those things, you start to recognize pretty quickly you still got to pay the bills and, and it's flipped right back. And now, now we see the major stressor is I got to make sure that I've got something secure and stable and I can rely on. Yeah, that's right. It flipped very quickly. It did. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and again, with the backdrop of, of inflation and cost of living and, and there's, there's, st- even though a lot of organizations did review pay, um, Certainly in that kind of end of 2021, early 2022 stage, um, I mean, the, the survey also shows one in five think that uh, lack of pay rises is a, is a trigger for the workplace stress. So people don't feel that uh, these rises are 
uh, keeping up with the cost of living and inflation. Yeah, inflation's been so absolutely out of control. I'm not surprised. Uh, Martin, interesting conversation. Thank you so much for being with us today.